He probably oh, right. takes. Sorry. He's <laughs> probably going to say he probably takes shits as wide as baseballs. Yep, and that's Frank Thomas. And that's Frank Thomas, folks. All right, everybody, welcome back. Season 7, episode 14 of the Washed Up Podcast. The big hurts on the TV, so we're talking about his dump size, naturally. That means Brez is back. Yes! Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no James today. He has some work stuff, but... This is his last week of this job. He's going back to school. He told us that on last week's episode. So everybody applause for James. Um, This is going to be an interesting episode. A lot of feelings getting tossed around from the Chicagoans over here. Trade deadline for the MLB just happened. Um, We got to talk about the Chicago Sky game. A lot of things to talk about. No real direction, but we will start with the MLB trade deadline and what has happened thus far. Welcome the frick back, baby. It's a washed up podcast. Let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the windy city. So you can come get me. I'm in the windy city. Beep, 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 kit like a Louisville slugger, and I'm putting this in the field because I've been seeing this coming around the big. Get the I'm much to the beat of my own drum. All right. Shout so. out Pat Mallers. Shout out time. Pat Mallers. I love that. We all get groovy before we even start. I know. It's right. It starts us off hot. Um, all right, fellas. Trade deadline. The most anticipated person, Juan Soto to the Padres. Shohei Otani stay in. That kind of makes sense. The Padres, for a second there, I didn't know what they were actively trying to do until the, obviously, Soto. Until they went all the way in. Right. Yeah, it's almost like they're how their season has gone. Yeah. It's like... You guys are really good. You should be contending. Everyone's talking about how good you're playing, and they will make the wild card, obviously, especially with Juan Soto, maybe even without him. But they're 11 and a half games back from the Dodgers. You see that on the box scores and the standings. You're like, what the fuck is going on Dude, here? They won't even have a home playoff game unless they get the first seed in the wild card. Yeah, a team that's going to have a starting lineup of Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis. Yeah, Tatis is back in 10 days. Juan Soto, and. Musgrove on the mound and they're going to be away game one. That's... And it it could show you how good the fucking Dodgers are, but it also could show you how disappointing they've been. Yeah. But I mean, we obviously think that's going to change. Yeah, so they sent away Luke Voigt instead of Hosmer because Hosmer said, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, I ain't going. Good. Hosmer went to Boston? Yep. Boston again. Were they selling? Were they buying at the trade deadline? They just did. They went like Joker mode, and they were like, we're just going to do a few. Fuck it. Let's see what happens. Right. So, J.D. Martinez for the Red Sox ended up staying. They ended up getting Hosmer. They gave us Diekman, and we gave them Reese? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are they doing? I, well, they traded Christian Vasquez, who was like the oh, longest yeah. tenured Red Sox player, which yeah. that's going to make the fans super happy. Tangent like, for a quick second, then we'll come right back. Again, another series where they were playing against each other. Yeah, yeah, and he walks across. Like that interview was crazy. Okay, but how about That's how much that, that happens in still on the Cubs, I swear to God. You think so? We're gonna get into that more. 
That happens to me in 2K playing all the time. <laughs> I, all, I request a trade every year after I get pretty good. I request a trade every year. I want to wear new jerseys. I play I that team same thing. every every year. I don't. Always, always is it because they're in person and it's not a conversation over the phone? You think? I have no idea because I was actually stunned a little bit, but because the Velasquez trade went through and he was doing like a pre-series interview. And I was out to lunch and I was just like looking at this video and I was like, this guy is going to walk back into his locker room, say goodbye and walk across the tarmac. Yeah. And what I think about is like the Red Sox, like getting away with something. I know this may not be the way that it is, but it's like travel fees or whatever. And then if you're just fucking on your own for the house that you have across the country. Right. You just stay. Yeah. When your whole team that you've gone a hundred games with flies back. Yeah. I wonder how that, I would love to talk to like somebody who got traded at the deadline was just like, so what do they do? Like, do they just throw all your shit away from the locker room and say, you kind of figure it out. You're not a part of our organization anymore. I don't think the MLB would do that, but I also wouldn't be very surprised. Right. No, each team has like, Jake Arietta actually talked about this like pretty in depth, like explaining what it was like when he got traded from the Orioles to the Cubs. Yeah, I know, but I'm just talking about in a situation where you're playing them that week or weekend in that series. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's just like, well, we're not paying for your travel fee over there, so kind of just walk over there and you're a part of them now. Where's he staying tonight? And not the Red yeah, Sox. Right. Hotel. I know they got millions of dollars, but it's also and he like he doesn't have a house in Houston yet. <laughs> I mean, he'd probably stay with one of his teammates. That's fine. But he's like, I'm a millionaire player and I'm staying in someone's guest room. (laughs) I have been in the MLB for 15 plus years and I'm sleeping on Jose Altuve's two foot couch. (laughs) This is my stool. (laughs) I have his dog's bed. His dog is four feet tall. And we know people in the league talk to each other, but there's a chance that he doesn't talk to a single person on the Astros. And there's a chance that he fucking hates everybody on the Astros. (laughs) That's also true. Yeah, they played each other in a seven-game series in the ALCS last year. Exactly. I mean... He had a walk-off home run and... Oh, no, that was against a Rays. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Okay, Um, but... ALDS, I'm sorry. So, um... The Red Sox weren't sure if they were buying or selling. The Padres... Pulled a little oopsie daisy and decided to buy everybody and get rid of almost every single prospect they have. Good. I agree. I agree. And there's another team that that we're going to get to that should have done that and didn't. And that's the whole shirt we have to make of go buy the people that are good. Mm -hmm. You did it. And it's not like, I mean, I hope they found out from Soto's agent that like, yeah, we're going to resign with you. Because if they didn't, what the... Well, that's that's the reason the Rays were initially interested in it. They're like, we have the prospects. We always have the prospects to do it. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to trade them with a year left and just get more prospects back. Do you know what blows my mind also? Well, it doesn't blow my mind since it happened. Hey, Juan, you want to come over here and play for the San Diego Padres after you've been living in Washington, D.C. for five years? <laughs> yeah, that's a plus, right? And hey, we know that you may think about talking to other teams, but here's $400 million and we live in the most beautiful place on earth. Oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, even though it's like South, 
your balls won't stick to your thigh because you're not in a swamp anymore. Right. Like <laughs> Washington, D.C., like I know the political term. It's either human or cold. Swamp. It is a literal physical swamp. Swamp. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. I've been there. It's not enjoyable. It's more humid than New Orleans was. And yeah. this is a kid from wherever the fuck he's from, and it's not Washington, D.C. or yeah. the northeast of America. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember where he's from, but. And when I was in San Diego, uh, whenever it was, there where they have their field it's, is awesome. Dude. It's like right in the middle of the city. It is. A, it's a fucking West Coast Wrigleyville. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard it's just like. Well, it's it was a, rated as like the third best it's experience. The, yeah, so. it's, a, it's called the Gas Lamp District. And they, yeah. they like just. I think when I was there, it was a little bit after COVID. So they had like all their main streets around the gas lamp blocked off for outdoor seating. And then they just decided those aren't streets anymore. Those are now outdoor seating. And it's like all beautiful. Like they, they like constructed these wood things to like level out with the curb. So you're not like taking a step down. It's now a new add on to the restaurant. It's insane. And then that's brilliant. There's, oh, it's just so cool there. Dude, we talk about what jobs we would want and then we go through it. I'm changing my answer. I would want to be the owner of the San Diego Padres. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about it though. If you put a decently competitive team, which I think I would be able to do, it sells itself. And I would be able to weed out the people that are like, fuck it. It's not hot enough. 73 isn't the hot enough for me because those people are crazy people and I don't want them on my team. So I would have a full team of my guys. Yeah. And get to live in San Diego and own a team. You would have 40 Eric Hosmers. I don't Sure. So this is, this is your first press conference after you have bought the San Diego Padres. Hey, Brady, Brady. Yeah. Brady over here. Yeah. Um, do you plan on changing the, uh, color of the jerseys away from poop brown and piss yellow? Absolutely not. Wow. He's sticking Go to his back roots. To but, you know, but you know what I am doing? I'm adding a little bit of Carolina blue in there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a full toilet. Yes. <laughs> yes a full dude. toilet of shit on our jerseys because everything else is beautiful. And we know you can't have 100% of anything ever. No, it's because no, we know so we right. are the shit. Oh, yeah. all right. You're hired. Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> That's great. Um, all right. So we already talked of Velasquez going to Houston. We talked about uh, in the group chat where Houston just got so fucking solid. They're so well-rounded. They didn't do a blockbuster trade because they have the blockbusters. They have El Tuve. They have Jordan. They have Bregman. They have all these pieces. Kyle Tucker. Yeah, they have Kyle Tucker. You put Trey Mancini in the outfield to fucking hang around. You put Velasquez behind the plate because all of your catchers have been incompetent. Oh, I fucking hate it. Yeah, and their shortstop is a rookie, and they thought they were gonna miss. He could miss Correa being better than Correa. I know, like that's it's it's unfortunate. It's not fair. It's He's not got fair. more pop than Correa did offensively, and he is comparable defensively. The plays that he's made, like his actual defensive WAR statistic, I don't know if it still is, but he was like a top five defensive shortstop mm-hmm. in baseball through the first half of the season. Oh yeah, like. 
and he hits 13 home runs and has like 10 stolen bases. Get the fuck out of here. And he's what? He's 20? like a perfect shortstop. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it, it is crazy how, like, I don't want to say lucky, but it's. Because well, there's got to be some skill involved with the scouts and all that bullshit. Rick Hunt like, sucks ass. And we'll get to that because I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> oh, God. But if it weren't for the buzzer on Jose's chest, I think I would still like the Astros. Because I you would. loved them. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I was they went coaching. from worst to first to World Series contenders. Yeah. like, And they called it. They fucking did, yeah. dude. Like, I didn't hate anybody on that team until, obviously, he had a buzzer on his chest. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you just lose all respect after that from everybody for forever. Dude. And that's why he was <laughs> perfectly injured right before the All-Star break. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. Because, of course, it, it's an embarrassment of riches and we feel like they're lucky. But it it doesn't really matter. If they win the World Series this year, they're tainted forever. At least the next 15 years. For sure. So it's like, and I know that these guys who are raising the fucking trophy, the World Series trophy at the end of the year, wouldn't care about trolls on the internet. Right. But that'll still all be in all of our heads. Be like, oh, well, they probably cheated. Or they used to cheat and fuck the Astros. They well, the other thing is you've seen it. Everyone who's reached free agency doesn't go back. Yeah. They like, they want to change their legacy. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good point. Altuve doesn't give a fuck. George Springer, Yuli Gurriel. <laughs> yeah. Not, well, Yuli Gurriel is still on. Lourdes Gurriel. Yeah. Um, Correa. Graveman, Correa. Yeah. Like, the Keuchel. List, Keuchel. Fuck that, Comstain. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no, I totally. Double A right now. It is, it is crazy. Um, I've said, I got to stop saying it is crazy. It's just insane. The whole MLB trade deadline, the things that you want to happen don't, and the things that you don't want to happen do. I think it gets crazier by things not happening. I know. Yeah, like Chicago. Yeah, and we'll get yeah. to that too. But so we went through the Padres. That's the biggest move of the whole entire thing, right? Yeah. Well, three of them, Little dude. guys. Yeah. They probably at the three, like at the, at the deadline, they get Brendan Drury. Yeah. Who is an offensively capable Rory Garcia. Yeah. yeah. He can play seven positions. He's mashing for the fucking Reds, so you know he cares. <laughs> the, other, the thing is, like, any Reds player, it's the same thing as, like, a Rockies player. I sort of get that, but he's I'm still on a team that too. that went three three for 21 All right, so in the this, first 24 games. This is um, This was a tweet, or a reel, and it says, opposing front offices, seeing the Padres... Acquire Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and Brandon Jury. Is it? Keep getting away with it! <laughs> he can't keep getting away with it! <laughs> Dude, I I saw the Jeff Passan announcement. Yeah. And the top comment was like an angry Twins fan or something. And it's like, with what prospects? In all caps with like a thousand exclamation points and question marks. Fuck the Twins too, man. God well, damn Well, dude, it. they also got Hater and they gave up his Truri Ruiz. This guy in 77 minor league games stole 60 bases. What? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Hater's not worth it for me. He's on the that new one. Josh Birdie. Anytime he's like in the Brewers lineup, I'm betting a stolen base. Yeah, but I mean, this is going to be awesome. 
that they got that many people because yeah. now you have a starting lineup with Musgrove and Snell, and I know they have other guys, but I don't know their names. Snell sucks. He's still a very competent pitcher and can turn it on at any time. Clevenger, Darvish. Hugh Darvish. Cronenworth is solid. Cronenworth has been sick this year. Um, Who's the other guy? He had a home run today. Jerickson Profar, solid. Um, he, yeah, he kind of came out of nowhere. Like he was, what, he Chisholm, was like number one. Dism, Gism. Jet Jazz? Uh, Jazz? No. Jazzy Jazz and the Funky Bunch? What's his name? I know who you're talking about. God damn it. Um, Chasm? Yes. No, Jazz? Grisham. Grisham. Trent Grisham. Manny Machado. Trent Tatis Grisham's when he comes back. Too, but like, I know, but I'm saying these are competent guys. Where if you, if you like, give the Padres this outlook now, anything can change. Mm-hmm. You give a guy, like, that's what I'm talking about, Drury mashing for the Reds. They're 3-20. and 20. Yeah. You think he goes out there and is like giving, putting his bet, best foot forward? I know it's major league sports, but he's like, fuck it. I'm two for three today. I could take it easy the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Or he hits a home run and then just stops, but he didn't. Um, yeah. They also so, but, have my favorite name in baseball, Han Seong Kim. Yeah, he was one of those guys. I watched the little documentary about Seiya Suzuki the other day. He's, he's a guy who could potentially break out too or be a guy who could just never transition. Yeah. It's his first year. So, yeah, he's 26, too. Yeah. Like, th- their team is young. Like, yeah. if they lock up Juan Soto, offensively, I mean, they have Machado for, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. They have Tatis for 10 years. If they get Juan Soto for 10 years, what's saying that, like, they, they can't, can't be a dynasty? Just, yeah. 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 I hate saying the D pitching. word, but I just did. Yeah. But I need, need someone from the East Coast, or maybe you guys. <laughs> to fucking win it all because I can't deal with this California championship thing any longer. Yeah. So last year, uh, Rams, Rams, maybe the fucking Padres and or Dodgers and then the Lakers in the bubble and then they have LeBron and then all they talk about on ESPN is LeBron. I mean, it's just everything in sports is yeah. catered to the West Coast as of right now. Except and you know for the WNBA. Ridiculous. Yeah, of course. Naturally. Like, I like you go out there Everything, I would never get work done. Every sports game is happening in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah. Well, they have to have half their games at fucking three o'clock to get on TV because the yeah. rest of them start at nine o'clock. Yeah. But okay. Um, so last year, um, the one trade that like I thought snuck under that people weren't talking about was when Max Scherzer and Trey mm-hmm. Turner went to the Dodgers. Yeah, the Trey Turner and, part. And I said... Trey Turner is the most pivotal point in that trade and sort of came true. Trey Turner has no, just it's been a thousand percent. True. Okay. Thank I you. I mean, Scherzer's on a different team and Turner and Turner's going Oh, Cool. I didn't want to be the guy to say it, but I got, <laughs> I got a couple from this deadline that could be that one that happened very late was Joey Gallo going to the Dodgers. He has, I didn't even hear that. Exactly. So he sucked. The entirety in New York. He is going to go with 60 more games to the Dodgers and just rake. He's going to figure it out. Well, the other thing is, like, I I read a transcript of an interview that he had with Yes Network Mm -hmm. that they didn't end up airing because they were like, this is so depressing and it paints Yankees fans in such a terrible light. Well, they're, they're pretty terrible. He was living in Manhattan, and he was, like, vehemently afraid to leave. Like, he would never go in public. Yeah. That is there, – there's the line that we talk about as For fanatics. Sure, That's dude. crossing the line. For I sure. will never 
act on any death threat I put out. <laughs> and I put out a lot of them. You know, we have a we have a platform here on which we can say whatever, and we joke about, oh man, it wouldn't stink if this guy just didn't exist. Okay, but here's um, the thing. Here's here's the thing. Right. If Joey Gallo were to be on the White Sox, yes, he had some bad weeks. But say he hit a home run on Wednesday, we'd all be back in. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. The Yankees fans, they give up on someone and then they all team up like the fucking far quads Ur- that they are. Ruthless. Yeah. And they give up on people forever. Yeah. Us, it takes a week. So, yes, there would probably <laughs> be a lot of people yelling at him. But there's never been a moment in my sports history that I was at a game or saw someone in public where I would actually vehemently fucking attack them. No way ever. Maybe someone on other teams, maybe Bryce Harper at a Phillies game one time, but uh-huh. that, I don't give a fuck about him. He's not going to see me in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> if he's scared to leave in Chicago, good. He should be. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah. And like the dude, the thing is like, he's so far in his own head and like, I feel like baseball. Yes. I know. The, yes. Like if you're in your yes. own head, you won't hit any fucking thing. Like oh. you could get a beach ball. Well, I mean, you have a millisecond. You have to guess at a certain level. Yeah. There's a certain percentage of you that's guessing, and there's a certain percentage of you that's instinct. Yeah. Well, the other thing is he knew teams were pitching him high end and fastballs, and he still wasn't getting around to it. He made a living off of that on the Rangers. Yeah. It It, made no sense. It was just like he was a broken person. It's not a nice place to live. New York? (laughs) New York? Have you been there in the summer? It smells like a butthole. It is a larger, more people, more rats, Chicago. Without alleys. All there is to it. It trash is just on the street corner. Oh, but it's the shopping epicenter of the world. I'm playing baseball, motherfucker. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about Barney's. Yeah, but also, what about that really, 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 really big mall? All in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, that could sell me. That could sell me. See, that basically is New York. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota's got it down. I'm a Twins fan. Oh, yeah, uh, I really am. Yeah, you are. They're going to the we World didn't, Series. We didn't get, I don't know if we got better at the deadline, but we're still Dude, going to the Dude, it does kind of make me happy that they gutted what was left of their farm system. Who? The Twins. The Twins. They oh. gave away, and they don't have pitching. They gave away eight pitching prospects. Yeah. For Tyler Malley and Jorge Lopez. Dude, they're Bro, sick. <laughs> Jorge Lopez is like, he had, he's been so good this from year. From the Marlins? No, from the Orioles. No, the Ooh. Marlins guy stayed. Tanner Scott. Alcantara. No. Anthony Bass got traded. What's his fucking name? He got I traded just... to the Blue Jays. Whatever. Um, what about, what the fuck are the Orioles doing? Yeah. Oh, you're thinking about the starter. Pablo. Yes. yes, Pablo. Yes, yes Pablo Lopez. Yeah, I thought he did sick. get moved. No, no he didn't. They uh, couldn't get anything done. The Dodgers okay. were trying uh, to it's trade. It's so funny to me how <laughs> this deadline seems to sneak up on all these general managers. I, dude. What the fuck? Let's, we're here. We're here. We're going to yeah, talk about it. My, my last thing that I'm just going to throw <laughs> in about the things that... The things that snuck under the rug is Whit Merrifield going to the Toronto Blue Jays, which I think is going to be huge. Oh, my Again, God. He's they, my favorite player. They're another team that doesn't need a blockbuster trade. They need a guy to plug and play that is really, really, really fucking competent. 
Yeah, yeah. and that doesn't have the last name of a former fucking MLB player. <laughs> yes, dude. Because I know fucking, what is it? Biggio, Bichette, Guerrero. Guerrero. Yeah, you can't have field. three. You can't do it. Yeah, chances are one of them's not going to live up to their father's name. Kevin, uh, ring-a-ding-ding. Yeah, exactly. He stinks. He's got time. Um, <laughs> just All because right. Whit Merrifield, also, I'm Bichette. co-signing that with you. Yeah, that'll be the you. biggest one. True fact statement. Since the Blue Jays got out of playing in that triple-A ass baseball park in Florida and moved back to Toronto, they don't hit as many homers. They're kind of frauds, but they're also still really good. <laughs> <laughs> they will be really good, too. So, yeah, they're young as fuck. Yeah. And they don't have Robbie Ray stupid tight pants anymore. <laughs> Robbie Ray stupid tight pants. Hey, since he got a sinker this year, he's been good. Oh, I know he's very good. He was really good with the Blue Jays. He probably would make them better than they are right now. But there is absolutely no reason for his pants to be that tight. And there's no reason to for him to scream like it like a tennis player every time. He yeah, the only it. person ever who can get away with that is Rafa Nadal, and that's because he's handsome. Yeah. And, and Spanish. Oh, Robbie Ray. Objectively handsome fella. Not with six the pa- not six. with the pants though. Yeah, with the pants he looks a little ridiculous. But he's like ah! every time he throws a fastball. Uh, um, do uh, you want to go off? No, I was just about to say what other. Oh no, Syndergaard to Philly. Who gives a fuck? I don't know what happened to him, but yeah. well, the juice that they have on the Mets, like whatever they're feeding the ground, they stopped giving to him obviously because he wasn't on the team anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, anything I, else? One last thing. What are what the fuck are the Orioles doing? Oh, yeah, true. No, they actually got back, like, worthwhile things. Like, Trey Mancini, you shouldn't trade. Like, after his story... How old is Jorge? Uh, he's like a journeyman. He's like 32. This is the first okay, time okay. he's ever been Okay, good. then like, I... He has been dog shit his entire career. So, like, a Jake Arrieta on the Cubs. Kind yeah. of. Okay. So, no, it'll be good for them to trade him somewhere else. Yeah. So, okay, I digress. And their new guy, the guy that they just called up, Bautista, is objectively already better than him. Yeah, and I know they're super-duper-duper young, but it's like you have that little bit of hope this year. I know. Well, here's the other thing. You have the best pitching prospect in baseball in Grayson Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. They shut him down because he, like, really strained his lat. Okay. They were going to call him up, and this happened in, like— the first week of June. And we all know baseball. Like, shit could hit the fan very fast for them. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they still have so many guys. Like, their they're minor league teams, as stupid as it sounds, dominate. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that doesn't sound stupid. Like, the, the Orioles, I wouldn't be shocked if they win that division in four years. Yeah, I'm thinking sooner. I mean, Super. these guys are playing really well already I mean, in a division is, that is very hard. Yeah. I mean, I, I was at one of the Sox-Orioles games. I could not get over the defense of their outfield. They could be everywhere. They're all so fucking fast. They can hit, too. Yeah, yeah. Cedric Mullins is one of my favorite players. I like him a lot as well. Other than the fact that when I bet against him, he always leads off with a home run. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Orioles are on my um, shit list of betting. I just can't do it when they're involved. Um, But they did it for me for a while when I would bet on them and then they would win as underdogs. Um, But let's start with uh, the Cubs. We'll let you do your thing first. (sighs) I mean, go back and play that clip like over and over again because I, I don't know 
what the fuck is going on in my, in my brain? Like I prepared to say goodbye. I wrote a two page blog to say goodbye to Wilson and in a, a three month period where I haven't wrote a blog because I haven't had time. I put my real life away for my fake fanatic life to write two fucking pages about one player on the Chicago Cubs because number one, he took everything off of his Instagram. We're crying. We're taking hugs. Two series where we're doing hugs. Like, this is a for sure thing. They're telling him he's gone. I understand Wilson's a passionate guy. I understand he's probably a little pissed off. I understand he may have, like, stepped over, like, went a little farther than he should have saying goodbye without having confirmation. What does it benefit keeping a player who is clearly unhappy with you now here for the remainder of the season? And then, on top of that... Not doing anything with Hap? If you don't make him the top paid catcher in all of baseball, what's his opinion on the Cubs going to be after all of that? Right. You don't plan on keeping him. And and this is a guy where we'll, he will trick himself for how much he loves the city to want to play for the Cubs again. But I don't trust our front office to reward him for that. Exactly. It's going to ruin his perception of the team forever. Okay, so this is why my brain's broken. Reverse everything. I love that he's staying. I love him to death. I want to watch him play for the Cubs for the rest of his life. I don't understand how it benefits us, but I love that part. I think all other 31 teams or 29, is it 32 or 30? 30. All other 29 teams are going to regret not having him more than the Cubs are for keeping him. And that's facts. Yeah, like the Mets will probably go out and pay him in the offseason. And that's, but they have the number one prospect already. Yeah. You carry two catchers. But why wouldn't you do it now to win right now? Because Lindor's not getting younger. They have the top catching DeGrom's prospect. DeGrom's not getting younger. Scherzer's not getting younger. They have the top catching prospect. They were asking for the Mets' top overall prospect, oh. who was a pitcher. Oh. And they were like, go fuck yourself, buddy. Okay. So the Cubs got greedy even though they're cheap bastards yeah okay that make that now we're back down to earth that makes a lot of sense they got left holding the bag yeah essentially for for the cubs i just hope that um one he that he doesn't walk for nothing at whenever that point may you'll get a compensatory pick no like yeah for like what 30 to 50 like somewhere in that draft like, Range, maybe. I and, forgot. Keep going. And the MLB draft is legit a dart throw. <laughs> the whole fucking thing is. Because it it what was happening on social media is so true. People get compared to the greats, and then you never fucking hear the name again. Yeah. Like the number All two the overall draft pick, uh, Drew, um, Drew, Jones. Drew Jones, Andrew Jones's Son. No, it was Matt Holliday's. He was two. But yeah. Oh, well, Whatever, Drew Jones already needs shoulder surgery. So you draft no, him. No, Matt Holliday's son went one. I know. Jones That's what two. I said. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I say two? Whatever. We're past <laughs> it. Drew Jones needs shoulder surgery. And it's like, of course, we're going to follow him because what did his dad do? Everything. Awesome. Yeah. He and what like, did Vladimir Guerrero's dad do? Everything. Yeah. Like, those are the names that'll stick around just because of their dad's legacy. But it three through mind. six who are like, yeah, this is Fernando Tatis if he doesn't ride motorcycles or play soccer in the infield. 
not going to hear that guy again. Like, we're not – these draft picks don't mean anything until they do, and that's 10 years down the line in most cases of people who get drafted. And I know it's like this in the NBA now too. What, like 17-year-old, 17-year-old, 23-year-old? Like, how is that fucking possible? And then here's the thing that – we talk about the draft and draft picks, which I, which is funny why those never get traded is because Holiday's son isn't going to be playing Major League Baseball for the next four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of patience where I wouldn't be able to, if I was the owner, I wouldn't be able to do it or the GM. I wouldn't for be able to, sure. I wouldn't be able to pick the guy that's going to be ready in four years. I want the guy who's going to be ready in three months. And I saw pictures of that's- all the people who got drafted like that were like tossed around. They look like they're 12. He is 12. I'm convinced. They have to Holiday be. Holiday Sun like, is 12. Dude, he's got the surfer hair. He's got the crooked smile. Like he hasn't even been old enough to get braces because his teeth haven't come in yet. His like, face is actually terrified to have hair on it. Yeah. Like the inside of his, if you could take his skeletal fucking thing, there's just people <laughs> fighting the hair follicles in his face. Dude, he probably has less than a hundred pubes. And he has like more Count than, and he now has like more than a hundred million dollars. Not that much, but he already had that. But yeah. like, that, that, can I tangent? Yeah, of course. His signing bonus should be given away. He is the son of an MLB fucking player. Give me your signing bonus. You don't fucking need it. Yeah. I know it's crazy Fuck and it. a tangent, but like you shouldn't be able to be, live as an MLB player's son and then get $5 million. No fucking way. <laughs> Give it to the Boys and Girls Club. No, me. <laughs> Let me some? live. Yeah, we'll give lottery. a little bit back to the Boys and Girls Club, but we need a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. we need to grow the brand, Brez. I am the Boys and Club of America. <laughs> Off the record, guys. We need that money. um okay yeah i mean i forgot to think about that because i was in a positive mood today yeah if he walks for nothing on the record not off the record on the record yeah i'm taking a year off of being a cubs fan you like You can't let something like that happen. We're talking about the Mets, that window. They're like, oh, well, maybe next year we have the top prospect. In baseball, you have to take the chances. The teams Mm -hmm. that take the chances win every fucking time. Mm -hmm. In the new trade deadline area, in the new free agent era, era, that's what happens. The the teams that make the right moves at the trade deadline win every year. Yeah, and the other thing is the Dodgers' payroll is so large, they didn't even get a first-round pick. You know how much they care? Zero. Not at all. Yeah, they don't fucking need him. No, they'll go fucking find some guy playing bottle cap baseball that has been waiting. <laughs> just yeah, chill sign him to but, okay, so or like fucking anything. Like they're just gonna go pay him. Yeah. Fuck. What was I just gonna say? Oh fuck. Well, bef- while you think on it, Brez, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? First? I'm just taking a lap. I know it was the, the Cubs. I That's why I wanted fuck. to finish and then let you guys go. That's okay. You were talking about draft picks, right? And then, and then bottle cap baseball. Yeah. Oh, and then not getting anything for your guys? Yeah. Oh, do you think the Dodgers care about getting a first-round draft pick? No. The, yeah, okay. I'll remember it All later. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so back to your thing of taking a year off. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty close to it. Uh, 
So there was, I thought one thing was going to happen today where I was driving home, getting ready for the, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, it's a I was, sign. Yeah, I was driving home. Shit's the ghost about, of Minnie Minosa. Shit's about to pop off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving home. And I was looking at the time and I was like, okay, so we got about 15 more minutes to the deadline. Something is going to aggravate me to no end. And in my head, I had made it seem that though we're trying to win something right now, we're going to trade away a major piece and be like, what's going on? To be an exaggeration, to let you know, I thought for some reason I was going to see like Tim Anderson traded for X and that was going to infuriate me. I thought maybe getting um, another very, very average person was going to infuriate me. Like somebody who's now batting 200 from the left side, but has the tendency to hit a home run like a Cody Bellinger. Something was going to piss me off today, and it is exactly what they've done the entire year, which is nothing. We did nothing. We had a chance to do a little bit of something, but everybody knows when the Sox are in on a rumor, that means they're nowhere close to a rumor. We got Yasmani Grandal out of nowhere. We got Liam Hendricks out of nowhere. We got Joe Kelly out of nowhere. We don't do anything that people think we're going to do. Except for nothing. We do nothing. We are one game. We are 1-0. and oh, Right above 500. For what reason? We're in the We're shittiest. We're at 500. Great. Perfect. That's a sign they're going to win today. Yeah. Yeah, but we're... We're minus 175 with Giolito on the bump, who is one of the most... I hope had we a good sign season. Him. He's terrible. He's yeah. not good, man. He'll he'll let up six runs and somehow get eight strikeouts, and everyone's like, "Well, if he had a little offensive help, the whole thing needs help, man." Like I I can't get past anything about this team. It makes me so mad that I just I'm left speechless. I I I have I just can't stop laughing at this team. I have something to say. Here's the thing. But go ahead. What could we have added today, aside from Juan Soto, that would actually make it feel like we have a chance at anything? Yeah, but this isn't the this isn't free agency where there's only the names that are free agents out there make other offers. Like even if certain say second basements aren't on the table, make them on the table. Corey Seeger's in Texas for what reason? Go get him. Go see if you can get him. Go try and get a second baseman that wait, can Wait, 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 wait. You're asking Jerry Reinsdorf to pay somebody $35 million. Yeah, dude. Go buy the players that are good. You're talking yeah, about Jerry Reinsdorf. <laughs> I know, He doesn't dude. pay fucking anyone. I bet he doesn't even tip his fucking servers. That's He so is true. such a piece of shit. That's yeah. scumbag. Like, he would rather hold a city's, like emotional bandwidth hostage than spend anything. Yeah. He is a piece of shit. This team won't go anywhere until he's dead, Tony's gone, and Rick Hahn is gone. So, this may make you guys angry. I don't think it will. You guys are in the absolute perfect spot to sign a free agent. Like, you guys did the tank, you got your guys, 
and now you don't say all these people that are like, oh, we don't want to give up these people because of the future. You guys aren't worried about the future. You're also not worried about the past. You guys are in the perfect present to do what you need to do to win. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. But what do you mean? No, dude. We have a team that can't score runs. We have a pitching staff oh, that doesn't know how to throw the ball. Let me finish. Okay. So you get your guys that you want, your prospects up, and they're uh-huh. in a position where they should succeed. Yeah. So what? Baseball happens, and that doesn't happen sometimes. If every team's prospects that they've been hoarding for so long came up and won, we would have multiple champions every year. Okay. So this is why I'm on your guys' side of being super angry. That didn't work out. Go do whatever it takes to make your team better because you are in the perfect timeline. Maybe not the perfect. Perfect is a bad word. You're in your timeline to win. That's this year and next year. Let's not talk about three years because that's a long time. Baseball is crazy. Let's talk about this year and next year. Mm -hmm. You do whatever it takes to win right now. Yeah. And that's why I understand how frustrated you guys are because this is, I don't know how many times I have to say it. This is the time. Right now, you can talk about previous years and be like, oh, they never did anything. There's no excuse. This is a fucking travesty. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a, uh, like, you pull a guy, you pull the guys into the dugout being like, hey, we didn't make a fucking move because we believe in everyone here and it's on you to step up. Or it's a, well, they all suck anyway and we give up. Yeah. And it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. So here's one thing that, um, like, the Reese for Diekman is awesome. Like, that's a really cool. On paper, great trade. That's a really solid move. But if if I'm handed the lineup card one day, how is it so difficult to put the prima donna Yohan Moncada at second base? And keep a healthy burger at third. Give him his opportunity to prove that he is who he is. Because when he's playing, he was a double homer machine, and then we just put him away. So how difficult is it to maybe get Andrew Vaughn reps at first? Because obviously we love playing idiots in the outfield. So Andrew Vaughn should be our first baseman. Let Jose DH. Enough with batting two catchers. If Yaz can't catch, put in Zavala. Because I don't care. They are interchangeable. The switch hitters having the ability to switch hit doesn't mean shit for this team. If they can't hit from the left side. Yeah, so Lurie Garcia, Yasmani, and Yoan can go suck a butt, focus on one side of the plate, and then try and be a switch hitter. If both of your swings look like you're incompetent trying to swat a fly in the middle of the winter when there's (laughs) one fly and he's frozen. Or you're taking a 95 (laughs) fastball right down the fucking pike. Exactly. If one of your eyes is better than the other, pick that side of the plate. If if it's so difficult, give me one day. Give me one day. Yeah. And because you look at what we post on, like, the White Sox posting on Twitter every day about the lineup, it's full of comments like, great, sell it, so fun. And it's all sarcastic. There hasn't been, we've had this fucking discussion every single fucking week we record, and it just can't take this much. It's emotionally draining. I'm done. (laughs) I I say I'm done all the time, and I need to be out for us to win, so it's a max bet on the Sox tonight for anybody other than myself. It's just something that's never going to happen with this team this year, for sure. 
If we make the playoffs, great. Astros are going to wipe us off the planet. Either the Astros or the Yankees are going to embarrass us. Because, one, we have guys that just don't want... They want to stay healthy enough to get a better contract. Yohan. We have guys who just treat this as a fun hobby. Eloy. We have (laughs) old people that are probably six years older than they say they are. Jose Abreu. We have baby mama drama Tim Anderson. We have Luis Robert who has vertigo. We have Andrew Vaughn who, honest to God, should have been born in the 1919 era. He'd be the greatest player of all time. And we have Gavin Sheets who just needs to figure it out and he can be an everyday starter somewhere. Yeah. This team isn't good together. Roster construction. Once once they all go their separate ways, it'll be like Tyson Chandler. (laughs) Exactly. That is the best imaginable parallel that I would have never come up with. I can laugh about that. what he did once he left the Bulls. I know. That's why I can laugh. He had four rings. Four fucking rings. That's why I'm allowed to laugh because it was about the Bulls. It was that funny for me as well. What's going on with you guys? So I'm I'm done here. I I don't want to talk about this team because there's there's one other team in Chicago that deserves us talking about them. And it's this guy. James wanted to call in. Oh, yeah. Let's call him. (laughs) While we're still on baseball. Yeah, let's call the fucking kid. Get him in here. Hold, stand by, everybody. Stop yelling at me, all right? <laughs> if it rings three times, I'm keeping it ringing. No, he just called me. Hey, guys. Hi, James. How are you? You're live on your Washed Up podcast. I was just calling uh, just to get a wellness check on you guys. Uh, like I said, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Thanks, James. We just, uh, Brady talked about the Cubs. Uh, I just almost cried talking about the White Sox, and uh, you're all caught up. Oh, yeah, pretty much. I texted Brady. I said, can I call? Brady goes, it's going to be a minute. They're, uh, they're both on a roll right now. Yeah. I uh, Respectfully. I, I, I blacked out a little bit, but I made a great Tyson, Chan- or, uh, yeah, Tyson Chandler <laughs> reference three seconds ago. We're, were, were you just like, Pat, were you just like Will Ferrell in old school when he just goes, what happened? Yeah. Yep. James, it's it's the, hey, Mitch, the, the house is boarded up. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, yeah, the house is boarded up. I love you. We're at the comfy room in room 112. James, uh, it sounds like you have a smile on your face because I could tell when you're smiling and talking. So if you don't want to talk about this, this is fine. Um, I'm kind of in a mental pretzel about it, but still just really angry. Like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, I'm like, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm glad we don't get another dad tribute video this year so i'm kind of happy about that but what are we doing that's the main question yeah and that's what i totally forgot now it just dawned on me so we give up chris bryant we give up anthony rizzo we give up schwarber we give up javi baez but oh for the the record i'm 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 kind of fine with javi now being gone because that guy i think forgot how to play baseball and no i'm fine with them I'm, i'm fine with them all being gone but why do we hold on to the last piece? That doesn't make any sense to me. Even though he's my best friend in the entire world, other than Cristiano Felicio. <laughs> yes. What? What? Like, why do we? Why do we keep him but trade everybody else? Like, do they? Does fucking Jed Hoyer hate Wilson? Uh, no, I think Tom Ricketts hates baseball in general. Yeah, fuck him. He's a Chelsea guy now. No, I. I just. I don't get it. Like. Like, yeah, if they would have treated him today, I would have said, oh, it sucked. Had a great run with it. Half I wouldn't have been that sad about because, I mean, half solid. 
But I'm like, all right, fine. See you later. Take your bar stool, smoke, show a girlfriend, go somewhere else. That's fine. You're not Willie. <laughs> but I don't I don't get it anymore. But I'm just more interested right now to hear from Brez and Cliff on just the fact that I think Jerry Reinsdorf hates baseball also. Uh, uh, yeah, clearly. And, I mean, it just – and then also the video of LaRusso falling asleep in the first inning last night. <sighs> I mean, like, dude, this team is just complete apathy. Like, they they don't he want to win. They won't win <laughs> because they're a bunch of mental midget fucking pansies. Like, I can't stand these fuckheads. Like, I I told Gianna that I wasn't going to go to a game the rest of the year, and she was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, no. It's yeah, fun. Dude, uh, okay. So, well, <laughs> James, welcome on. Uh, gl- glad to have you. Thanks for the question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey! I didn't know. Was I not supposed to bring up Larusa falling asleep, or no, is that like no, a, it, Pat it, just no. kind of had his piece? <laughs> yeah, and, and now, now I'm back to. Swing. But this is okay, what we got to so do as fans. This is what we need to do right now. Is uh, I need to stay at this level right here because it's going to be one hell of a ride to see how this team makes the playoffs because that's exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to find a fucking way to get into the postseason, have us all fucking be like, all right, I'm back because I have to root for my guys. They're in crunch time right now. And that's exactly what they're going to do year in and year out. Do just enough to keep my sanity being like, I am a White Sox fan. I do care about the MLB. This is the greatest game ever played. And then kick me directly in the penis. <laughs> And both testicles. Cock and balls, Brez. Right in it, dude. Just right there. Every time I buy back in, they want me out. And then it's a constant back and forth. Every single time. And Larusa falling asleep is a perfect metaphor for this entire team. Every chance we have of coming back from something gets immediately met with let's all fall asleep because <laughs> we already have it. We're not given anything. And we just think it's going to be handed to us. I mean, yeah. I mean, you guys are, I just feel bad. I just, because then too, we're going to get in, well, Bears are going 17 and 0, but if they don't go 17 and 0, we're going to get back into that this year saying we're out of the Bears, then we're back, then we're out. It's going to be a, it's not a healthy cycle we're all in right now. I'm, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the Bears for some reason. I'm, I'm expecting six wins. If we get more than that, great. We're not going to do anything this year, not next year, not the year after that. So I'm fucking fine with that because a new coach, a new regime and everything, you kind of get a sense of something. Like the Bulls, we we thought we were just going to jump to a championship with the change. With the Bears, it's more realistic because we still don't have talent. We have potential. We have, we have potential talent. And we're already thinking about moving all that. Um, and we've moved the guys that have done something, which was smart because now it's a new regime. But whatever, man. The only team that I care about is the Chicago Sky right now. They're, uh, well, it, out of all the teams in Chicago, they're just natural winners. Yeah, unless Andrew Vaughn, Gavin Sheets, and Tim Anderson all hit a home run tonight, <laughs> then I'm fucking back, baby. <laughs> Well, Tim Anderson hasn't hit one since June 8th, so. I got to tell you guys something that you probably already know. Uh Uh-huh. You guys are making real scared to be a Bears fan. Oh, yeah, dude. I was was so in. No, I'm actually excited about the Bears. No, I know, and I get it with the Cubs and the Bulls, dude. I've been through this shit. I've felt how Pat feels right now. 
But fuck, James just brought up a great point. We got the Bears in a couple weeks. So in saying that, I need to ask some realistic questions to all three of you while I have you. <laughs> Wait, Brady, no you know there's no ever. That's, a, that's life as a bear. Oops. Brady, you took a blood oath. You're you're on the ship. No, no, no. no. I'm I refuse to fucking jump off this ship. I'm a Bears fan for the rest of my life, no doubt about it. I already said it. It's like, um, it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. You're cursed to the ship for like a hundred years now. But just because you get on a ship doesn't mean you can drive it. So I need some help from you sailors teaching me how to sail. Yeah, go for it. I, I'm asking you. What what am I <laughs> don't don't say no expectations ever because that's not fun. I don't like that. Oh, okay. When everyone is expecting a lot emotionally hedge. That's why I'm so good in the stock market because that's what Warren Buffett said. When everybody gets nervous, be greedy. When everyone's greedy, be nervous. Oh Brady, Brady, <laughs> Brady just know if the Bears if the Bears score like to go ahead in the game with one minute left, they will end up losing the game. Okay, so just just is this going to be the first time in my life I'm going to root for a team and be realistic? Is that what you guys are to asking me to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah I, me and Pat are the same person. Yeah. We just refuse to give up. <laughs> Brady, you have literally rooted for a team in football that pretty much goes to the Super Bowl, or you root for a guy that goes to the Super Bowl. James, every James, other James, year. we're all on the same team here. Yeah, dude. Hey, listen, Sorry. listen, listen, <laughs> listen. We're, we're talking about. I'm hot we're talking about August second, twenty twenty two, baby. I mean, like, I get it. You guys can't be mad at me about that. Just be happy that I'm a part of the ride and help me. Really? I, I'm just asking for fucking help. I got, I got the answer right here. <laughs> I have it for you. Our Super Bowl as Chicago Bears fans. One, obviously, it's whenever we play the Packers, here or there. But the game that really puts the season into perspective is after you beat your family in Turkey Bowl, and then you go to a bar at 11, and the Bears kick off at noon for Thanksgiving football. Okay, so for this year, we're having one goal, and it's when Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's... The goal is to win Thanksgiving. Okay, I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the goal. And to beat the Packers once. I can throw that in there. Yeah. Question for you guys. Would you rather have it be at Soldier or Lambeau this year? Lambeau. Lambo. Okay, great. We're all no, on the same page. No, no, no. I want everybody in the stands to be calling, saying, "Yeah, who's your daddy to Aaron Rodgers?" Oh, uh, that's him. a good call. That's a good call. That's. A good call. I don't think we. I don't think even if we still be in this year, I don't think we've earned the right to say that here. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, this is it, in the moment. It's in the moment, it works. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Your time is up, old man. <laughs> Somehow Justin Fields is going to sack Aaron Rodgers this year. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> Put him God. in free safety. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. Just popped a boner thinking of that right now. <laughs> I just popped a boner. You popping a boner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. James, anything We're else you want to say before we keep, uh, before we let you go and we keep rocking? No, I just want to say I love you guys. Um, next week we'll crush it. But uh, yep, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry for what we're all going through today with sports. Updated yeah. World Series predictions. Oh yeah. Um, uh, still Dodgers Mets, White Sox. Mets Yankees Dodgers White Sox. Brez, updated World Subway Series. Subway Series. Yeah. Okay. I'm going. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the fucking Padres. Oh my god! Shut up, <laughs> Tony Snell to win MVP. 
<laughs> and they are going to play against my Minnesota Twins. Disgusting. I'm more in love with the Minnesota Twins than I am with the Mets. I hate Especially you. Especially because they... They didn't think that their number one prospect was worth Wilson Contreras. And he may as well not be for them, but for me, he is. So It's going to be funny when he, uh, the Twins don't make the playoffs. Um, James, all right, we love you, brother. Uh, we'll you, see James. you next right. week, dude. I'll see you guys. All right, bye. Um, all right, so uh, that that kicks – that's done for the MLB. I'm done talking about them for the rest of the episode. I got one thing to say about the Chicago Sky – game on Friday. We posted a fun video of all of us on our way to the game and then getting to the game. Posted it on TikTok. Got a lot of traction. um, Got a lot of likes. Got a lot of comments. There are some rude fucking people in the world. Yeah. That are somehow infuriated. Not infuriated. That are so we don't want these people to have joy kind of things. Yeah. It's like Sky win six to five. Wow, what a game to go to. And then more of uh, you couldn't pay me to be at a WNBA game. I'd rather be tortured than go to a WNBA game. Um, I just got to ask those people, why are you so sad? If on social media, if you argue about a rival or say a personality on TV like Max Keller was me, that makes sense, <laughs> right? Because you have an opinion on it and it's something that means something to you on the other side. Making fun of the WNBA without being invested in it whatsoever means nothing to them. So there isn't an opinion there. There isn't a backing. So it's just mindless fucking yelling and mindless negativity. And that's my least favorite thing in the world. And they should all be ashamed of themselves. And the fact that there was that many is fucking disgusting. But I will say there were, I think there was about maybe the same of people who were backing you up. Oh yeah. There was a lot of fun talks in there. A lot of people calling us Kings. A lot of people like, this is how the game grows. And then a couple of people are like, can't believe a TikTok trend is going to save the WNBA. One, great comment, but two, the WNBA does need more people going, and I don't want to say that it needs saving, but it definitely needs more attention. Yeah, and it does. People, I was telling people that we were going on Saturday, and they were like, oh, really? On Friday night, too. And they were like, oh, to a WNBA Sky game? Why? Why the fuck not? <laughs> it's our Chicago team that is a champion, yeah, defending champion. One. And we've got, this was our sixth year going, and it's like, uh, I started caring about this guy six years ago. And five years after I started caring, they win the championship. Like I, it's the only team that's given me a reason to stick around. Yeah. As a fan. Yeah, and let's get real about it. What you pay for the experience lives up to it. For what, sure. What you're paying for fucking season tickets for the Cubs is living up to that amount of money? Get fucking lost. Get lost, dude. At, the season ticket package that I got for the White Sox is like me shitting money down the drain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even pissing. It's shit. And what have they done? Win. And the, the this guy. guy. This guy, we go to one game a year and we go all out for it. And... It, Correct me if I'm wrong. They usually always win on that day. Yeah, and they were without their fucking leader. Anybody who wins a battle without their leader is a team that is to be reckoned with and recognized. Yeah. Courtney Vandersloot is killing it this year. (laughs) Fucking Copper is so good at being the number two. Quigley is our reigning three-point champion three times in a row. Candace Parker was out, and this team still puts up a win by eight points. Well, they have ten steals? Yeah. 
it's just a team that just needs more recognition in the city, in the like the league that needs more recognition. Because for one league to actually root for a championship, like they're doing it again. Yeah, but also yeah. don't comment on something you've never done. Right. Go to a WME game and tell me that it sucked, and yeah. then we can have a conversation. And the most asinine thing was one comment was like, I feel like all those guys could go down and beat this guy. What? We'd get mopped. I, first off, I make the joke that I would score 15, get a couple rebounds in the NBA. So obviously I make that joke about the NBA, but that's just me being a delusional washed-up athlete. If people yeah. legitimately think that they can go beat a WNBA team, one, get fucked, and two, I would love to see that. Yeah. I'd love too. to see him try. Yeah. It was like everybody saying that they could beat Brian Scalabrini one-on-one, and then he embarrassed them. Yeah. These are professional athletes. Take gender out of it. You can't get up from your couch without going, oof. Yeah, right. We'd get fucking destroyed. Murked. Courtney Vandersloot would drop... He, she would be a predator drone. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, Candace Parker would post my ass up <laughs> and dunk on my face. Not one of us would be able I to stay within it. fucking three feet of them ever. Yeah, no way. <laughs> no shot, dude. They play the most fundamental basketball I've ever seen. Yeah. Can Every, I run into they play, them and they, intentionally they play, injure them? They That's play like the shot. Warriors offense. Yeah. Like Andre Iguodala is still playing yeah. for them because they back cut and they're unselfish. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I'm... So Again, thank you again for always putting it together, Cliff. It's an amazing event, and I'm very glad that we do it, and I can't wait to keep doing it. I know, dude. Next, uh, There are some people in the comments that are like, where was my invite? It's going to come. It's always open. I know, dude. I, I, we're going to – next year's is going to be – Open invite. <laughs> it's going to be open invite. I'm not fronting the cost by, unless I win the lottery or have that money to just, like, buy every box yeah. and then sell the tickets. But <sighs> – it's going to be open invite next year, baby. Yeah. Two boxes. And then we're going to be on the verge of the D word this time next year. Yeah. Going to be watch Nuts. out. Candace Parker might not even retire after this year, after what we do. Yeah. And there was a good amount of people at the game too. So maybe what we're doing is working. Also immediately after the championship this year, because it's obviously going to be us, Candace Parker should just be on the coaching staff. Yeah, obviously. Naturally. Um, okay. Scott, uh, I think I got everything out of my, uh, uh, what I wanted to say about the Sky game. Yeah. Um, it lives up to the hype every year, and they treat us so well there because every single person that works at the stadium at the just comes in, they understand what this could be. And they're like, these people aren't coming in to be assholes. They're coming in to root on the Sky. Like one of the comments was, Oh, yeah, try doing it without beer or looking at your phone the entire game. Okay. I don't think any of us Let had me our go phone to out. a fucking Cubs game sober, and I will kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, my phone was in my pocket unless I was taking a picture. Oh, try not doing it without gambling on it. Okay. I'm going to go to a Cubs game sober and not gambling on it, and I'll tell you about how much fucking fun I had in about two sentences. None. <laughs> <laughs> a none again. That's two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> None, and you guessed it. None again. None again. Um, all right. Do we uh, want to do the list of things we'd rather do than watch baseball? <laughs> <laughs> all. Read. All. <laughs> all. Um, I guess we could close up with a little non-sports talk. Yeah. Just a little snippet that I want to talk about. Yeah. I never, 
ever finished going to Lollapalooza for the three days. I had it twice and never did it. So I can still say this. Even people are, oh, you're old, you're 25, you're over your prime. It's fucking impossible. And the people who do it are fucking the lizard people that people talk about. Yeah, they're not humans. It, it, there's so many people, there's so many concerts, there's so much walking, there's so much availability to booze. I had the best time of my life because J. Cole's my real life dad. But <laughs> how you can do that more than one day is beyond my or two days. Let's say two days is beyond my thinking. Yeah. But again, I'm never 100% on anything. I'm a 50-50 brain. It's the best thing ever. It, there's just music everywhere. And if you do it right, there's just room everywhere. And you don't have to fucking be in the mosh pits. Yeah. And live music is the best. The venue is the best. You see the whole entire city. They have it set up very well where lines aren't that bad anymore. And I just got to say props to Lollapalooza. Yeah. I think there, at, at some point I will go back to like actually enjoy the concerts. Because when I was going... In like 2012, 13, and 14, I was there for one sole purpose. Yeah, getting fucking wasted. Yeah, and wearing that jersey that I never really wear. Yeah, those um, are still very cool. Even people like my age were wearing jerseys. And I was like, dude, that's a cool jersey. <laughs> that's a sick jersey, <laughs> dude. And it's just uh, like, I, I wonder when I'll go back for the music. <laughs> You know? Yeah, if if J. Cole wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have went. Yeah. And, but you also, it's it's impossible not to get ingrained into live music. It's impossible. Yeah. And good on you. You went to the Sky game the night before and you were back at it for Jermaine Cole. I <laughs> am going sober for August. <laughs> I'm going I'm going non-blacked out for August. <laughs> promise. Oh, that's a promise. That's how we have to end it. Let's go bulls, baby. All right, ciao. Let's also go sky. Yes, sir. Baseball season's over, by the way. Yep. Ooh, inside the park homer. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Frick made it almost the whole episode. Friends, family, this has been the Washed Up Podcast. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music. And hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. To the wrong tie, can't sink, it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly, curve the clock, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God. I've been steady trying to get.